Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially the black. Stories just hold essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. So that's that's gonna be real cool. 
Um, but help me, help me understand something. Now, you said that we had something crazy going on today, and it was going to involve our finances, and it was going to involve our taxes, and it was going to get real personal. Um, are you a tax professional? Because I had no idea. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know a lot of things, you know, but Jack of all trades. But that one, no, no, right there, I would probably, I would probably take the, 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 the tax turbo route if it was up to me. Right. But right. to me, I would That's probably, what I would do. I, yeah, that's what I would do. But I know, but I know that there's greater savings out there. So I would probably be a little reluctant to doing it because I've got a lot going on. I mean, my life is complicated, let alone my finances. So I know when it comes to putting oh, my on paper, hoarding and justifying, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I ain't trying to go to tax jail. I'm not trying to go to jail. <laughs> right. I mean, like, not for nothing. Don't forget, like, Al Capone went to jail for, like, life because of taxes. Not None of the murders or anything like that, but taxes. Like, you know, I'm just saying, ta- tax evasion is, like, a real thing. Like, you know, you, you can go to jail forever and ever. So, all right, let, let, help me understand this. So if, if you're not the tax guru... Who we got to help us out with this situation? Because I will say this much. The, the the one thing that I'm very grateful for you about, you know, is that if you don't know it, you definitely know somebody that knows it or close enough to it. So who we got? Like, who's going to help us out? Who's going to get us in the clear? All right. Now, now gentlemen, I want y'all to stay focused because she's a little sexy little final thing out of Chicago. And um, if she got a sweet voice, but don't let the smooth face fool you. She know her stuff. She comes from a family of tax professionals. You know, she's a certified CPA. She graduated cum laude from Bethune-Cookman University with a bachelor's of science and accounting. She then sat for and passed the CPA exam to become a certified public accountant. So she is certified in this thing. This is what she does. She has an amazing social media presence where she is uh, coaching people about their finances. She, she's coaching you to millionaire status. So she's going to coach you today as she gives you tips on your taxes. Let's welcome to the cafe. I'm naturally the CPA. Oh. Hey, hey, can you guys hear me? We can hear you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Y'all love her. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for having me back. This is so awesome. Thank you. Yo, it's our you know, pleasure. Hey, B, you know, it says something when you welcome people back into your house. That means you didn't wear out your welcome when you can come back. That's a good thing. When they call you to come back. For real, though. <laughs> that is Yo, true. That is so, so true. I rock with her. I rock with her. That's my boo right there. If I wasn't married, oh, we. We have, oh, we. Man, I'm telling y'all. Yo, fellas, this is my little side crush right here. Y'all got to leave her alone. This is my snack. You know, it is what it is. Everybody's going to have to accept it as it is. I don't, I get it. You know, she gets it. You know, we got a whole secret relationship happening in my mind. So it's all good. And she's mad smart, and she knows how to do her taxes thing, and she can help me get my finances right. I'm telling you, she's mine's back off. All right. With that being said, 
Hey, welcome back. Well, <laughs> thank you so much. I cannot stop laughing over here. You <laughs> Thank you so much. It. It's so good to be back. It's so good to be back. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, let, let, help me understand a little bit. Let's let's tell just for the people that um, maybe for the one person out there that that wasn't tuned into the last show. Tell us a little bit about yourself, real quick, before we hop right into it. Yeah. So, real quick, like Soy said, I'm a I go by I'm a the CPA, uh, which stands for Certified Public Accountant. And so, taxes and money is kind of like my thing. You know, I went to school for it. Um, and I just do it like full time. So even my full time is like, you know, dealing with taxes and budget and, and finances. And last time you guys had me on, we talked about good, having good credit now. I think that's what it was called. Good credit now. And now, uh, today we're going to talk about taxes. So that's a little bit about me. Mm Mhm. And we loving it. So, so Soy, I know you. I can hear you over there seething with questions. What, what you got, Mama? Well, I, I opened up talking about um, TurboTax, and I, I know it's oh, some TurboTax out there. They got logins, passwords, everything. The Mama got to log in. Yeah. Uh, everyone TurboTax, and uh, <laughs> and we um, now listen. I, I try not to offend people because I think that we got to do what we got to do. You know. Um, where you eat, where you shop, where you live, it should be based on your budget and what you can do and your level of comfortability, right? So if you believe that TurboTax is the way for you to go, I just want you to be totally, totally informed as to why you should be using it. And if you do use it, what should you be looking for? How should you use it? So are you able to speak on the pros and cons just for about a minute or two on, on TurboTax? Yeah, absolutely. Um, TurboTax is actually pretty good. You know, one of the things that I always tell people is, like, if your taxes are kind of simple, so when I say simple, it doesn't have to be, like, a 1040A, right? That's, like, the short the short form. Um, but if they're pretty straightforward, like, maybe you have a job, you got student loans, you know, maybe one kid or something like that, you could probably handle just doing everything in TurboTax because I know some tax tax pros are probably going to kill me. But a lot of times um, tax professionals, they are in their software following the script just like you would be following the script in TurboTax. Does that make sense? Like, they it will does. tell you it, when you're, yeah, so, like, you're going through TurboTax, and it'll just say, like, you know, did you start a job this year? Did you, um, you know, did you have a baby and stuff like that? So some of the same questions are the same or similar ones that some of the tax pros use. Now, not saying that they don't go and, like, study their craft later, but initially that's that's all it is. You know, when I first learned how to do taxes, they were like, you learn how to do it by hand, then you know you know how to do it. So we couldn't even right. use a computer. They were like, <laughs> right. you know, so I'm so that's what my tax lady said. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's like if you can do it by hand and you know exactly what each form and not you put it in the computer and it automatically populates to the form that you need. But if you know what form it goes to and why it's going there and how the amount is being calculated and stuff like that, then it's like you have everything under control. But if your taxes are kind of simple and um, and straightforward, then TurboTax is, like, perfect. TurboTax, they okay. have, you know, H&R Block and all of that stuff. It's perfect. So that's for somebody yeah. with, like, a – like a like a basic nine to five then right that's not somebody that that so people that make a lot of money you know with all due respect so I'm, I'm by a lot of money or a good amount of money is I mean a hundred thousand plus a year they they wouldn't use TurboTax. Mm-hmm. So if you are making a hundred thousand dollars a year, but that's like your one job and you still have you know maybe a kid or two something like that, then you can you can still use it, but. The people that I think really need um, professionals are people that have just a lot of stuff going on with their taxes. Like maybe you have um, a small business and, you know, you have different expenses. You want to make sure that you get them in the right place. You want to make sure you take care of, you get all your deductions. Um, Maybe you have like a, you know, LLC, a S Corp, and it's passing through all these different entities. Then you want to, really get somebody that knows what they're doing. But if it's kind of straightforward, even if you're making like $250,000 and you have your one W-2 and, mm-hmm. you know, a 1098, maybe you got a mortgage, maybe you have, um, you know, it's it's not that, it's not too difficult to follow through TurboTax. Okay. 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 That makes sense. <laughs> Okay. Now, okay. Now, I, I heard, so, Alma, I heard you mentioned student loan in there. How does how does paying a student loan factor into our taxes? I think I'm paying a student loan the rest of my life. How does how does that um, factor how does that factor into Man. our taxes? <laughs> Everybody pay their student loans the rest of their life. Well, you, you know, student loans are like ah, uh, you know, you can't even get rid of them in a bankruptcy, but that's like a whole nother thing. So the student loans that you pay, the interest that you pay on the student loans is tax deductible. So when you pay your student loans at the end of the year, they'll send you a tax form that'll have the amount of interest that you can write off on your taxes. So basically that amount of interest that you paid, it'll reduce your taxable income. So like if you may if you pay two thousand yeah, if you pay like two thousand dollars in interest and you made fifty thousand dollars, then that'll just reduce your taxable amount to forty eight thousand. Okay. So that's that's good stuff to know. Like so I never okay, I never knew that. All right. That's really, really good. Yeah, that's strong. So oh, good. What about, yeah, like, because so, a lot of Oh, go ahead, I'm so sorry. No, 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 tell me, tell me, tell me. No, 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 no. Which are why so? No, I was just gonna say, I was, <laughs> I was just gonna say that a lot of people don't know. You know, it's like your student loans—they are a pain to pay, but at least you can write off the interest. And a lot of people probably don't know that, so that's all I was gonna say. Okay, that's what's up. So I definitely didn't know that. I like that. Um, let me ask you this, and this is something that I believe Soy and I were talking about at one point. 
Um, so a lot of people tithe and a lot of people donate to uh, like charities and whatnot. So I, I try to I try to donate to a charity every paycheck. Um, and so with that being said, how right offable is that? Like, you know, I want to know what, what I'm really getting myself into because, like, that whole thing, I haven't figured that out yet. I was actually just giving out of the goodness of my heart. And now that I can give out of the goodness of my heart and save my wallet some stress, then, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> we're good. I need, to know what, I need to know what I'm doing. So here's the thing with that, right? When you – you can either file a standard deduction or an itemized deduction, Whichever is the highest, right? So the IRS okay. is like, whichever is the highest, that's the one that you that you file. With the new changes that Trump put in, what he did was raise the standard deduction. So a lot of people won't be, if not beneficial for them to itemize. So with that being said, um, it'll be better if you kind of save your if you save your contributions, like maybe just save it, like, you know, put it to the side, like a bank account or whatever, and then do it every two years or something like that, because it's not going to be beneficial if you do, you're like, you know, $100 here, $50 here, something like that. So, oh, this so donate every two like, years? Yeah, you want to donate like every couple of years for it to be beneficial because right now the standard deduction it, it used to be around six thousand. Now it's like twelve, you know, for a, a single person, which means that your itemized deductions would have to be more than twelve thousand dollars for it to be beneficial. Got it. So uh, the average person is not donating more than $12,000, right? So it's like you'll be paying this stuff off and giving it to your tax preparer, like, oh, you know, write all this stuff off. And then they put it in the system, and it's like your standard deduction is higher anyway. Got it. Got it. Okay. So what, what about this? Like, I know Soy got one. Like, Soy, what you got? <laughs> all right. I, 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 uh, I love him. See, I can... See how considered he is. See how he passed the bus back and forth. That's a gentleman for you right I there. I know. Something like gentleman. that, yeah. And, he and waited I love too long. Him. See, you missed out on all this gentlemanness. <laughs> I love to see him blush. Okay, so here's my... <laughs> hey, what he drank in the morning and at night, but I stop it, stop it. Okay, here's my question, Anna. Good night. So, okay, so when there are so when there are no expenses, right? We just talked about the standard deductions. So when there are no expenses to really write off, how do we benefit when we um, get an EIN number and start a business? Because I think someone did my taxes um, before, and even though the business really didn't kick off, I didn't have a lot to report. Um, she was trying to explain to me that there's a benefit when you get an EIN number and, and start a business. So I, I know some of us are reluctant to kind of document our business if we think that we got to start reporting or we get fearful that we're doing something wrong. So what's, what's the, how do you do that, and what's the tax benefit 
of getting your EIN number? So to, I would say, like, if you really want to benefit, then you don't even have to get an EIN number. You can use your, your social security number, and here is why. When you file your taxes or when you have a business, right, it's actually illegal to what they call, like, commingle funds. When you have, mm. um, when you have like, a business. So let's say you have, I don't know, just a traditional, like, a Starbucks or something like that. You can't just take money out the register and be like, oh, I just need this for my mortgage, you know, and then try to file everything together because legally you have to file everything for Starbucks and then you have to file everything for you as an individual. So you would be giving yourself like a salary from your business, like when you have an EIN number, that's the way you should be doing it. You shouldn't just be like, oh, well, oh, we got a surplus this month. Let me take out an extra $2,000. But when you have like a small business, so let's say you have a small business and you don't have an EIN number, a lot of the stuff you're paying for out of your own pocket anyway because you're still building up your business. So in that case, then you would be able to, use like your general kind of expenses and kind of co-mingle funds because you're co-mingling them anyway and you aren't legally in the eyes of the the law. So I would say it's better to not get an EIN number, especially when you're first starting out. You know, when you're first starting out, it's more beneficial for you not to have one. Oh, Lord, we all going to jail. <laughs> Okay, so I said, oh, Lord, we all going to jail. <laughs> everybody that does that, like, they, everybody does it. You know, I, you know, made a couple extra dollars, let me go ahead and put this in the pocket. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> I don't take the money out the register. I heard that. Do not take the money out the register, owner. <laughs> right. right don't, yeah, don't you can't do that. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. We got another cover for y'all. We trying to do as we can. All right, so I got, I got one, I got one. Okay. So the, so when you basically said, so when you basically said with businesses, that struck something. So as a business owner, right? So me, I do shirts, right? So I do shirts, and sometimes I have to do deliveries, right? Um, or somebody from my team mm-hmm. will have to deliver a shirt, right? Me specifically, though. When I do that, now, how do I log those commuter miles? Because most of the time I have people come and pick them up, but there's those times where I do have to deliver, like, to a party or to a catering event or something like that. So help me understand a little mm-hmm. bit, like, how do I, how do I compute com- commuter miles? Okay, so the best way is, like, it's all kind of um, kinds of different apps and stuff like that that you can put on your phone. The old school way is to kind of keep a log or you can, like, map quest it and say, like, oh, you know, I started here and I had to go over there, and then those miles are a tax write-off for you. But mm-hmm. to really – is that the only thing that you would be doing is, like, just delivering um, T-shirts and stuff as far as, like, for your business driving? 
Um, well, like, so technically no, because I would still have to, uh, if you think about it, I would still have to go and get, uh, let me see. I would still have what? to, you know, if you think about it, I would still have to go and get the product and stuff like that. I still have to shop for the business. I, you know, I have to do all of that. Like I got to get supplies and whatnot on a regular basis. So I know right. I have to keep logs of, you know, what I'm spending there, but I never, Soy actually told me that. She was like, are you logging? One day we were talking, she was like, are you logging your commuter miles? And I was like, what? What? And so now is I mean, yeah. as good a time as any to ask, but I never do. So, okay, so I would, you can get this app, and um, you can get this app on your phone where it'll automatically track all your miles. But the way that you really want to do it, so according to the IRS, like let's say, do you have a regular job too or no? I do, uh-huh. Okay, so according to the IRS, now the the miles that you incur from when you leave your house to when you go to work are not tax is not considered like a tax write-off, but mm-hmm. if okay. you set up like a temporary work location, I'm sorry, uh-huh. if you set up like a temporary work location and then go to work, then that is considered more miles that you can write off. Does that make sense? So it does. let's say you're on your way. So if you're on your way to work, maybe one morning, maybe you will stop and get like some supplies for your business before you go to work and then go to work. Now all those miles mm-hmm. are tax write off, right? Maybe ah. you stop at the gas station before you go to work and you are like, hey, you know, I got a T-shirt. Um, you know, I do shirts. Let me drop off some flyers to the people in the coffee shop or whatever. And then you go to work. So every time thing, you want to try to write off as much as you possibly can. So all you have to do is set up what's considered a temporary work location. And you do that just by making, like, one stop before you go to work, one stop before you uh, go home from work. So same thing when you're leaving work you may stop at the corner store that's, like, right next to your job, but in your car, okay? Now, that's considered your temporary work location. Now you go home, and now all those miles are tax write-offs. Got it. And by okay. you having and an there app, lies the secret. Yeah, right? And then by you having an app on your phone that's automatically tracking it, you don't have to worry about it at the end of the year because you can literally just, like, print out the report. And um and it'll you know you can swipe to say which is which but then that way that way you can really get the bulk of the mileage deduction. Okay, wow. that makes sense. All right, yeah, I like that. Okay, yeah, I like that. So you you got you got one sort because that that one I'm gonna definitely use. I'm gonna I'm gonna download. What's the name of the app? I mean, I, I guess I guess we can shameless plug the app. I know we can shameless plug the app. The app that I use is Mile IQ. Okay. Okay. All right. And Mile IQ, and they have like a free version, but then after so many drives, you have to get the paid one. But the reason that I like this one is, um, even though they are not paying me for this, <laughs> but <laughs> I like it because it can categorize your your um. Your mile, your trip. So let's say you take the same trip every day. Like maybe you go to the same exact coffee shop every day, but and that's considered your temporary work location. So 
That one is not tax deductible, so you can just indicate that in the system. And then from the coffee shop to work is the real tax, you know, the real tax write-off. And what will happen is you don't have to keep categorizing it because you categorize it one time and then you can, it'll store it like that, if that makes sense. It does. Okay, that's what's up. Soy, what you got? I know you got yeah. one. I can, I can hear the wheels turning. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this mouth I keep asking, and I just want to do a disclaimer to let people know that this is for official business only. You should not be using this to track your spouse to see where they're going. You know, this is for official business. <laughs> where the temporary, um, you know, office location is and all that foolishness. We're trying to come up now. We, we This is grown talk right here. So don't be trying to use this for purposes of tracking your spouse. That's all I got to say on that. Oh <laughs> That was actually All pretty right. good. That was actually that was pretty good. That was very that was good. good. That was very good. Yeah. <laughs> I know some flaky people. I don't hang out with them, but I just know them. <laughs> I just know them. Oh, right, right. All right. Okay, so let's talk about the truth about the home office deduction. We, we talked about um, commuter miles. We talked about whether you should get the EIN number and several tax. So if you're just joining us, either on Blog Talk or on Facebook Live, share, 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 share the live and go back and listen to it later. It's a lot of content, and we're going to keep moving because we want to give you as much as we can. We're going to extend the show just a little bit today because we don't want to leave you hanging because Brandon and I are so committed to giving you the best of us, so we want to give you just a little bit more. So brew with us a little, a little longer while we share with you a few more tips, okay? So I'm a, What's the truth about the home office deduction? What what are we missing for those of us who work from home? So it's a couple of truths, right? Um, so the main one is that when you do work from home and you have um, you have to have a place that is exclusively used for work, right? So you can't have oh, this is my kitchen table, but I also work here. That's not that's what? not an acceptable use of the space. regular job plus your business, right? That can get deducted from your 
regular W-2 income to reduce your taxable income. The same thing with any supplies that you buy, any people that you pay, anything like that, it can get deducted from your main source of income to lower that liability, so it's always beneficial. But with the home office deduction, you have to have a profit from your business. So it'll only take your business profit to zero. Does that make sense? So if you're... So you basically can't be operating at a loss. Right, so you you not essentially, so let's say you only make $1,000 um, from your business. You know, maybe it's the first year, you didn't do it the whole year or whatever. You only make $1,000. You calculate everything related to your home office, like a percentage of your mortgage and bills and stuff like that. If all of that write-off for your home office comes to $1,300, you can only write off a thousand of it because your profit for the business was only a thousand dollars. Okay, I got you. So if you don't kind of, have a profit, then you don't even have to worry about trying to figure out your home office deduction. Okay. It is what it is on that one. Okay, I'm good with that. Okay. So what you think? Like what, what you think? Because I know. Come back. We need it. We need to come back. We need to end with a happy face. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> not happy. Well, no, 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 no. It's still happy. It's still happy because it still gets to take your profit to to zero. So, yeah, right? my, my kitchen table, my dining room table is where <laughs> dreams are made. Like, I'm just saying, but whatever. All right, fine. Like, you know, okay. <laughs> if, if, if we... If, That's the executive office. All the decisions are made there. That's the boardroom. That's what I'm saying. That's the boardroom right there. That's what I'm trying. To, that's what I was thinking. My dining room table is it right there. Like we, I mean, like I, I conduct a lot of business there. It's definitely um, semi-exclusively uh, uh, a business office. Like you know, and she just took that away from me with a straight face and everything. Like I'm just saying. Like, okay, okay. Uncle brother out. Look, Okay, so to fix that, to fix that, no, to fix that, all you have to do is get a desk, and you, like, if you can fit a desk anywhere in your house, anywhere, whether you sit there or not, you can still do everything at the dining room table, but you do have to have, like, a place that is exclusively used for your business. So even if you just put a desk in the corner and you're like, okay, so that's, you know, you could even take a picture of it, like, just in case you get out of there, like, that's my my exclusive home office use. You know, just put a desk in the corner and there you have it. And you can still work from the kitchen table. All right. Yeah, I like I'll, that. Can I get a commuter mouse? Yes. <laughs> can, can you I do get- what? <laughs> Yes, yes. While you went to pick it up, can you write off those miles? Absolutely. Okay, I like that. And you can write off and remember, like, anything that you do for your business. So it's like, I don't care if you go to Kinko's and you make one copy, right, and you have to pay 25 cents to park to make that copy. That's all the tax write-off because it's for your business. 
I like okay. that too. Oh, yeah. So, so, and- so let me ask you this. Like, I, I'm just assuming, right, that most people are W-2 employees, right? I'm just, I'm just assuming most people are W-2 employees. Let me ask this. With the W-2 employees, right, how do they get the most out of their mm-hmm. money for the year? How, how does that work? Like, what, what, what does that look like? I, because here, here's what I'm saying. Most people are W-2, and I was always taught, yo, look, if you have a good month, you know, if you're in sales or if you, have, um, if you work a lot of overtime this month, and all you got to do, all you got to do is real simple, file <laughs> exempt or, like, claim 13 dependents for that quarter or whatever, and then you're good. And then go back to doing it the regular way, you know, claim one or, you know, two dependents or whatever, and then, you know, you're good. Everything will balance itself out. Is JoJo crazy or was that, like, or is that sound advice? No, that is not sound advice. That is not sound advice. Because here's the thing. Yeah, but it's like, if you know it's a problem, as soon as somebody starts off with, like, all you got to do is, right, then don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Got it. Because that's like one of those what had happened was. Okay, got it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) What had happened, yes, that's exactly what that is. So for you to get the most out of, like, your W-2 for the year, what you you want to, like, actually properly adjust your W-4. And I do have a video up that kind of walks people through how to fill out the form um, on my YouTube page. But the thing that the thing that a lot of people mess up is that exactly, like, they'll claim exempt. I actually had a family member. I totally won't even disclose who it is. But I had a family member that hit me up this year, like, okay, I owe, it was like $2,600, like, can you look this over and make sure that I did everything right? So I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, why did you only pay, like, $70 in federal taxes? The whole year? (laughs) For the, the whole year. Right, I know, and it's because claiming exempt, you know, so exempt is saying that you are exempt from paying taxes, so they don't take anything out. So they probably claimed exempt, like, after their first paycheck or something like that, so then you will end up owing at the end of the year. So for you, but for you to, like, really get the most out of your money, you just want to properly adjust your W-4. A lot of times people don't know how to fill out the form. Um, the human resources person is probably like, oh, how many kids do you have? And you're like, two. they like, put two. It's like, that's not how you fill out the form, <laughs> right? So, so, yeah, so you just want to go through the steps and, like, figuring out how you can really, how you fill out the form because you don't want to end up owing at the end of the year, but then at the same time you don't want them to take out too much money. Too much. And now you're struggling through the year. Yeah, it doesn't make sense for you to struggle through the year, put stuff on credit cards, and then get a big refund at the end of the year. Because your refund is really just your money coming back to you, but people don't really think of it like that. Like, it's a refund, you know? Right, right. So, let's, let's, um, yeah, I mean, I was just about to ask, this is kind of crazy. So, this is a lot of information, but let me... Let me do it like this first. Let me go ahead and make sure that story get in there, and 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 cause I know she got something. So, but but before I do that, this is I just wanted to make sure that we got this all clear. But um, what was your um mile IQ login so I could I could track your miles and, and where you going real quick? <laughs> just so we could. Real. 
I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, when, you, when you said it before, I didn't get it. No? Okay. All right. No problem.
So I think that's huge, uh, right? So it's like start a business. Right, that start is huge. I like that. I just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected, stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Wow, wow. What a great show that was. Awesome.